Hello there. Let's go. Your move, creep. Say, would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? This is the way. Dude, mate, what do you want to do tonight? How's it going, royal ugly dude? Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Pikachu? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, pacifarium. Anyway, I got places to be, a face to fix, and oh, bad guys to kill. All right, happy new year, motherfuckers! Welcome back to Geek po- Geek Positive. I'm Ryan Maxwell. I'm Greg Ames. All right, so we're back after a little bit of a we'll call it an accidental holiday break. Yeah, that's normal. Deal with it. Yeah, you know that sounds better than saying you know my de- me my decaying mental state during the time. So we'll go with that. Well, it's not like I had a shitload of free time either. It's yeah. fine. All right, so we're back in the new year, and uh, we're not even going to comment on the weirdness going on in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Who opened up like the Necronomicon at the beginning of the year? What is going on? Uh, Ash said the wrong three words. I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're we're not getting into that. We're not talking about that. We're here to talk about a little show called The Mandalorian. Yeah, again. Spoilers. Yeah. Lots of spoilers. Right now. Right now. Go away. If you haven't watched it, stop listening, go watch it, and come back. Yeah. All right. So, uh, before we jump into Mandalorian, you mind if I hit you some things I saw that interested me? Well, one thing. All right. It's in, like, the whole Disney geeky stuff thing, so I thought you'd like this. Okay. Uh, Did you see Deadpool 3 is confirmed? Yes, R-rated, and in the MCU. Exactly. That's wild. So, how... I don't. Even, how are they going to do that? I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling this new Doctor Strange movie is about to create a whole madness that lets them do whatever they want. Well, not just that, but apparently, WandaVision, Spider Man, MCU three, and Doctor Strange are all dealing with multiverse stuff. Yeah, so th- I think it it worked out well that right when they got this acquisition, those were the next ones on the slate. It's going to help them out. I think. Yeah, don't. But yeah, that's yeah, all. I'm just yeah. excited for more Deadpool and the fact that we're not getting a reboot or a PG yeah. or non MCU. It worked the way we said it's not going to happen, so I'm yeah. happy about it. And we, I don't even know if we want to get into all the weird stuff going on with what Spider Man Three allegedly is about. Nope, nope. I am so over talking about Spider Man Three anymore. All right, let's talk about the Mandalorian. All right, so we did a whole episode on season one. If you guys would like to check that out. But yeah, season two has come and gone. What did you think? I think it's interesting that these first two seasons seem to be one big story, and I'm wondering what happens next. You don't think it will be close to the same story? Uh, well, like, oh, we already announced spoilers, so I Grogu's going to go get changed, so I don't see Baby Yoda necessarily being in the next season. And honestly, I don't know if I want him to be in the next season. Yeah, I'm okay with Mando going out doing his own thing. Well, but it, I don't think we've seen the last of Grogu in the Mando. No, no, world. I I could see them bringing him back sometime later, maybe towards whenever they decide to end the series. But they've basically set up the idea that uh, Mando is now the leader of Mandalore. <laughs> um, he has the dark he, saber. He can try to stake that claim now. And they've they've set up so much of the Mandalorian, you know, mythology that they have 
places they can go that they don't necessarily need Grogu for it. And I know yeah. he has a big appeal, part of the appeal of the show, but I think it'd be very brave of them to go off in a completely different direction for, you know, maybe do another two season arc about something different. Okay, so here's my thoughts on this. Grogu Baby Yoda was great for getting eyes on the show. And yeah. I love the character. Yeah. And then it was also great when he was in it. But I don't think if you tuned in because you thought Grogu was cute and you didn't care for the rest of the show, I don't think you were going to keep tuning in. So yeah. they got that. I don't think they need to worry about that. Like Grogu was the hook that got new people in. Yeah, but he wasn't what kept them there. Yeah. I could see that, yeah. So it's, I am interested to see, you know, where they take this. But let's, I guess, we could go into uh, the details, the meat of the season. Um, uh, what were some of your highlights? Oh, uh, two fucking words, dude. Boba Fett. Hell my God, the king has <laughs> returned. And I'll, I'll circle back. Remind me to hit my point that I was thinking of. But man, Boba Fett in action, just yes. kicking ass. No, oh my god. I feel like this is the most extensive we've seen Boba Fett on screen in as much as because he's barely been on screen before. Yeah. I'm, and that's not even touching that last episode. Luke Skywalker, oh, Ahsoka Tano, yeah. Bo-Katan. And you know what? They didn't ruin this plot of the show either. They worked in it so yeah. well. I loved it. Yeah, like Luke Skywalker. That's that would be the other two words, Luke Skywalker. I, I, I did not see that coming. <laughs> no, I didn't at all. Actually, embarrassingly, not e even into the episode, I didn't see it coming at first. When they're like, "It's a single X-wing," it still didn't hit my mind until I saw yeah. that cloak. I'm like, yeah. oh, and he, even then, I I wasn't even sure if they were going to show his face because they kept his cloak up the whole almost the whole time. Yeah, it's very, it was cool too because it, the Rogue One Vader scene is very oh, yeah. reminiscent of that, like yeah. father, like son. Yeah, that's been a few people pointed that out, and I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, seeing a live action Ahsoka Tano was yes. blown my mind. Like, the, my, to me, from the outside looking in on this show, the theme to the viewer is, to the Star Wars fan, is validation. And I'll explain this. Boba Fett has been one of the most popular Star Wars characters since his introduction. Let's be honest, though, for no reason. Yeah, yeah. He just, because he looks cool. Yes. And you know what they did here? They're like, okay, we're going to give you a reason to love him. They validated that reason of being like, I love Boba Fett. I don't really know why. Yeah, and they almost, he came across as almost heroic, heroic this time around. Very anti-hero, though, especially yeah. with that stinger we get at the end. Luke Skywalker, we all grew up loving yeah. Luke Skywalker. He's amazing. I'm not getting into the argument, but Last Jedi did him no favors of what we thought Luke Skywalker well, was like after Return of the Jedi. Well, that's I think people the, we don't want to dwell on the last was, we don't want to dwell on the Last Jedi too much because people people I don't know. I'm tired of people talking about it, but people forget that the last Jedi Luke was like in his sixties and he was disgruntled. We're talking about a thirty-year time gap. People change a lot in thirty years. Yeah, but I'm still. I think this was validation for those yeah. Luke Skywalker fans who were let down by the last Jedi. Yeah. This is Luke in his prime. I have two more validation examples. All right, people who've watched the the animated series who they kept telling us, "Well, these are canon," but much like the Netflix Marvel shows. 
yeah, the movies affect them, but they never really affected the movies, the shows. And, or like the main story. So to see Bo-Katan, the Darksaber, and the story behind it, Ahsoka Tano, and all this, validated you for loving those shows. And then the biggest one that blew my mind for reading the, it's not the EU anymore, the the books and outside material. Because I'm like, when I heard Boba Fett was coming back, I'm like, well, in the Aftermath series, there's this guy who's a marshal called Cobb Vanth who has the armor. I'm like, I guess they're going to start decanonizing the new novels now. They went out of their way to make sure that they did not decanonize the novel because yeah, yeah. you did not need Cobb Vanth at all. Yes, the fact that they almost wrote themselves more material just to make sure, nope, we have a story how he got it off the Jawas just like the books. So this, to me, was just validation of being a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, re- I remember before I-, I was behind, obviously, watching season two, you told me about the whole Cobb Van thing. And now that you're, be- now that you're seeing it, I remember you saying that they went out of their about how they went out of their way to work with the ex- the extended canon. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's just great. I, I couldn't have been happier. What about you now? I'm, I've been rambling. Um, well, like I said, we you already touched on it. Just seeing Boba Fett. Like I said, validation of why Boba Fett's such a cool character because you know he didn't really do a whole lot in the in the original trilogy, and Jango Fett doesn't count. Oh, Jango Fett! That actually reminds me. I was actually very happy that they they made Jango Fett a Mandalorian. Yes, me too. Like, now people can shut up because originally it was always under the impression that they just stole Mandalorian arm, armor but they said you know Boba Fett was like yeah my my dad was a foundling and this armor was his so while Boba Fett may not necessarily follow the ways of the Mandalorians he is of Mandalorian descent yeah so yeah that, I like that a lot um they tie all of it together so well even prequels everything yeah. like like the fact that Grogu survived order 66 yeah oh yeah, yeah I remember them mentioning that yeah that, that's the thing I Dave, how do you say his last name? Baloney. Baloney. Yeah, we mentioned you've mentioned before in the past. You know his his respect for the prequels and the fact that he ties everything together in such a good manner. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Um, what was your favorite episode of the season? Oh, uh, oh, now I remembered what I wanted to say in the highlights. Oh, go for it. What? Okay, this actually might count as one of my favorite episodes, other than the you know the last episode because I think everybody loved that last episode. No, it was amazing. Fucking Bill Burr. Oh my god. Uh, who would have thought he could pull off such a great performance? Like, I hope he gets a nominate, uh, some sort of nomination for that episode. Look, I'm a huge Bill Burr fan. I listen to his yeah. podcast. I love his stand-up specials and everything. I've seen it, the acting that he has done, like in Breaking Bad and whatnot. I was unaware that Bill Burr was capable of this level of acting. That it's one of the few scenes, episodes in the whole series where you see our main character's face, and I couldn't take my eyes off Bill Burr's performance. Yeah, just the the tension in that scene where he's talking to the Imperial, whatever captain or whatever, and this guy is basically being so like, "Oh, people died, and who cares?" Blah blah blah, and you could tell like. He was affected by it. He had friends that died in that attack. And then when he just fucking hauls off and kills him, they kill everybody in the room and they blow up the whole fucking station. He's just like, yeah, I had some issues to work out. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, he was just great. And that's another example of my validating, like, you sticking around through all these things. Operation Cinder is from Battlefront 2, the video game. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, they are pulling everything. Yeah. And it makes me feel like I haven't been wasting my time. And meanwhile, like I said, some of the you're, some of these things you're talking about, like, I, I haven't followed the extended canon as much as you have. To me, it all just it made sense. It wasn't like you know what's that? I wasn't questioning anything. Like you could follow it even if you don't haven't seen everything. No, it didn't alienate if you weren't aware of it either. Yeah. yeah so that's the fact it's, that like you're talking about things like you know I didn't even know about. So it it didn't affect my viewing experience. So obviously they're doing something right. Yeah, it was great. That guy who played the captain. Some people were complaining that he had like a southern drawl to him because. Uh, yeah. He didn't have that crisp Imperial. But this is post-Return of the Jedi, post-Battle of Endor Empire. As we've seen, they're not exactly top of their game anymore. No. He was probably a stormtrooper who quickly made it. Yeah. Um, He's a Rob Zombie guy, that, that actor. Really? Was, is he, what, what was oh, he's he just in? in a lot of his movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how I recognized him. Um, So... I think the only episode, and it's not that I didn't like it, but that didn't hold to the standard of the rest of them for me, was episode two. Okay, which one was that? That was the ice spiders. Oh, yeah. The, oh, with the frog lady. Yeah. Uh, I liked it, but yeah, it was kind of um, just, you know, hey, we need to get from one point to the other, and then we threw this in there. Although, that, is, that does bring up the point. Why does Grogu just fucking eat everything? Oh, yeah, the internet was pissed about that. Yeah, he was eating all these more like, they're pretty much like eggs. They're like fetuses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, let's not lie. It's not a good look for Grogu, especially when like, this is the last of my possible family line and everything, and Grogu's <laughs> fucking eating him. But I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that was the only one that didn't. I didn't hold as high of a standard as the rest of them. Yeah. That's no disrespect. It was still a fun episode, but just didn't. Move me like the rest did. Dude, Boba Fett has knee rockets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that actually reminds me of another thing. Uh, I like the fact that they don't hide the fact that these characters are getting older. No, because uh, it blends into the story. Well, well, some people on the internet made comments about, you know, Boba Fett looked a little bit thick. <laughs> well, yeah, he's an old man yeah, now. Exactly, but that's the whole point is, you know, the, that people change, and I like the fact that they... They, they're normal normalizing it yeah if you want to talk about guys looking different let's talk about bib fortuna oh my god what the hell happened to him i just love that jabba's lackey is now running the crime syndicate and he became big and fat like jabba yeah did oh, you I... notice the attention to detail the throne he was sitting on there's rancors carved into the side of it i did not notice that I just did because that's my screensaver on my work computer, <laughs> is that scene of Boba sitting on the throne with uh, Fennec next to him with the bottle. Like, And then I, I was looking at it, and I'm like, these are fucking rancors on the front of it. And let's talk about, okay, what was um, Boba Fett's assistant? What was her name, the one from the, the earlier episode? Fennec. Fennec. Someone pointed this on the internet, and then I went and rewatched um Attack of the Clones recently. The parallel between Boba Fett and Fennec, and Jango Fett and... The changeling that he worked with, Zam Wasel. Yeah, like there's a weird, there's a weird parallel there. Like, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, she was. Um, 
Go ahead. Oh no, I'm just saying. Uh, what, what was her? What was the character's name in Attack of the Clones? Zam Wassell. Oh, uh, Zam. Zam. Z A M. Zam. Yeah, she wasn't in that much, but I don't know. People pointed out there's felt like there was a kind of par- they it kind of paralleled themselves. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, do you know who Fennec is? That's um Mulan, the original, the voice of her. Oh no, I did not know that. Yeah, so. Two things. She was a big part of my childhood. Now she's going to be a big part of my adulthood. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we got to talk about that that end scene, though. That the setup for the book of Boba Fett. Oh, it was so cool. Well, one, it paralleled Luke so much, like coming down. Yeah, like when Luke walked into Jabba's <laughs> palace for the first time. Yeah, and I, then, yeah. Uh, you Sorry. get the feeling that like Bib. Almost, I don't know if he knew Boba survived and just cast him off, or they just didn't give a shit that he died. Because like, oh, I heard so many rumors. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay. Like, so do you think? So now, basically, they're setting up that Boba Fett's going to take over Jabba's basically crime syndicate or whatever. I I could see it that way, or I could see it as he cleared it out. He's just enjoying it for a second. But my money is on yes. But who knows? That would be a cool that that would be a cool setup for a series, though. Yeah, and this is going to be great. I cannot wait for that. Just all the Star Wars stuff we're getting that the Ahsoka show, everything. Which they don't really have a firm timeline yet. I know Book of Boba Fett comes out in December. Yeah, and Mandalorian season three, I think they said, got pushed back until twenty twenty two. But I'm okay with that if they're giving us still Star Wars content. Because to me, it's all one story. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, So, so as long as you're giving me Star Wars, the story's still going. I might not get it in the same order, but that's how it's always been. Yeah. Star Wars has always fluctuated the timelines a lot. Exactly. So, where are we at now? Yeah, just seeing the knee rockets, for some reason, delighted me so much. Because they're like... uh, Din Djarin's whistling birds that he would use all the time. Oh, yeah. But from his knees. Also, um, just a minor thing. Just seeing, you know, when Slave 1 flew in. <laughs> oh, that and the sonic charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everything about this was great. Um, how about us? We haven't even touched on this, really. So the whole Moff Gideon thing isn't over because he's still alive. He's going to be in custody. Yeah. And is it... I was going to say, why doesn't Bo-Katan just say... I, yeah, I won the dark saber, but I guess Gideon will let it be known. Yeah, but, well, they also have this. What's gonna? Ha- what was he doing with Grogu's blood? That's a good question. I think that's gonna tie into Palpatine somehow. Okay, are they trying to? Are they trying to clone Yoda's race to, to create evil Sith Yodas? Who knows? Legitimately, um. I would love to have seen some flashbacks of the different Jedi's that masters that we knew during the prequel era training Grogu. Oh, this is a uh, changing subject a little bit. The Dark Troopers. Oh, that was cool, huh? They're like, it's like fucking, it's like a cross between Darth Vader and like the Iron Man drones and Iron Man Two almost. <laughs> yeah, I really got Iron Man Two vibes from it. But they, well. but, but also they, the, their style, they look like kind of Darth Vaderish too. Yeah, um, I think it is funny that the battle droids weren't great. We the droid army isn't this. We need humans in it. The one flaw in the stormtroopers was the humans. So make up your mind. <laughs> yeah, they. 
but yeah. yeah, they were they were really cool. I thought they were brutal. That fight that Din has with the one in the hall, yeah, it was intense. And then when the whole fleet's gonna come up, which you did have to see that coming once they sent them out of the airlock, they were just gonna fly back. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Ahsoka of it all. Okay. I'll... Hearing just the words, "Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn?" Oh, my... oh yeah, I, that. <laughs> what are... is that? I'm guessing that's probably gonna be a setup for her show. Yes, because uh, try not to spoil much for you, but the end of Rebels ended up with Thrawn being taken away with someone else to unknown area, and Ahsoka and the character Sabine Wren were tasked to find them. So that's in Rebels. Where does Rebels fall in the timeline? Pre, pre A New Hope, that little part right there, and then yeah. So pre A New Hope, the basically the creation of the Rebel Alliance with all the different factions of rebellions. And now we have for five years post Return of the Jedi, and Ahsoka's still looking for Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to get the timeline clear clear on this. Yeah, now we don't know if he's returned since then. Yeah. We didn't get that much dialogue. What does this even leave you looking forward to for season three? I'm, I don't know, I'm, I, I, I said earlier, I'm hoping they go full on in on terms of the idea that Din Djarin is now the lead, might be the leader of Mandalore. I'm hoping they get, they go more into the the mythology of the mandalorians because they already established like there's different versions there's different like factions of the mandalorians because they even established that uh, did, um uh what's her name bo katan yeah didn't she make a comment about how uh mando's part of an a uh extremist group of mandalorians that don't really represent the rest of them yeah and remember props 10 points to greg right here remember i made that call that i'm guessing that's what was going on yeah, yeah, because you mentioned in the last yeah. episode. Because I said all Mandalorians don't do that. That's not yeah. like a thing. Yeah, because I remember I was a bit puzzled by that. But yeah, they've established that they call them like religious extremists or something weird like that. Well, you think when your whole planet was almost wiped out by people, you'd hang on to any cultural identity yeah. you have, and maybe could go as far as that. Because like a like Din Djarin immediately whenever um, Bo-Katan and her people took their helmets off, he was like, "You guys aren't really Mandalorians." It's like. Yes, we are. You're just you're just an extremist, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know the girl with Bo Katan was uh, is a wrestler that Sasha Banks? I think I did hear that. See that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool to see her there. Th- this whole season was mind blowing to yeah. me. There's like, like it so- honestly kicked off. But oh, we saw a crate dragon. Oh yeah, yeah. And more- <laughs> it seems so small compared to everything else. But that alone got me excited. And we got to see the Tuscan Raiders again. Yeah. Um, this time, instead of sign language, he grunts and talks in their language. So their language—they they speak a weird hybrid of grunts and sign language, and shrieks, and shrieks. <laughs> Dude, I loved that Boba Fett had the gaffy stick and just crushed that stormtrooper helmet with it. Oh, yeah, uh, that reminds me. Speaking of sticks, the um the Beskar blade thingy. Oh yeah, I thought that was just like a little. Well, here's a thing. Here's a reason we have them doing this. But it actually played into we we wanted a lightsaber fight, but we're not giving them a lightsaber. It actually it was good setup. For yeah, because lights because I think um 
lightsabers are what they established lightsabers are one of the few things that can't break Beskar. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. They, they lightsabers. Beskar yeah. and Beskar, a few metals yeah, that I, can hold up to a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. I, I like reverse that in my brain. Sorry, my, my brain oh, is a little, little foggy today. And that's not a brand new thing either. That's um there's been metals that can hold up to lightsabers before, even going back to Revenge of the Sith, the Magma Guards for General Grievous, um, they're weapons that they used wouldn't get cut by lightsabers that that, that i was springboard off of that kind of off topic but when are, when are, are we ever going to get to see general grievous again oh you know me you know i hope so yeah, i know you you're a huge fan so like while they're do, while we're spitballing with all these spin-offs they're doing you know when do we get that story <laughs> it seems like a no-brainer right yeah do you think that any of these rumors that some people are mad that Luke Skywalker came back are true, or is that just people being dumb? What do you mean? I saw people who were angry that they brought Luke Skywalker back in such a fashion because they thought it was uh, almost a retcon of what made people so mad about the movie you said he didn't want to talk about. You mean people are mad that they brought him back because it doesn't match up with what they do in the sequels? The Last or? Jedi, yes. You see, here's the thing, though. This show is five years after Return of the Jedi, which means there's another 25 years before we get to The Last Jedi. It's a lot of time for things to change and evolve. Yeah. So I think, and I think, you know, Star Wars has always had to retroactively, like, put story elements together like that. That's why it's very nature. So you could easily have Luke, you know, be the heroic Luke, establish a new Jedi Order, then the whole thing gets destroyed by Kylo Ren, and he goes into exile. I mean, Luke in this mo- in Mandalorian would be like in his mid twenties, right? Yeah. And by the time we get to the Last Jedi, he's in his sixties. Like I said, there's a lot, lot of shit can happen. So I just think uh, people and the New Republic's just getting set up pretty much. Yeah, I, I think people are just forgetting that you know there's such a wide span of time that you can fill in you know story elements, and yeah. it's it's weird that. So people are, people didn't like you know old disgruntled Luke in the Last Jedi, and now they don't like that they brought back young heroic Luke. I mean, like make up your mind about what you're pissed off about. Well, I think it's the opposite. People, I think the people who are pissed about old Luke are happy about this Luke, and vice versa. Uh, okay, I just think, like I said, Star Wars has to all has always had a history of having to connect things retroactively, and when you're dealing with a thirty year gap, there's a lot of room for a character to evolve from one thing to the other. Yeah. I'm surprised that we didn't see, like... I'm glad we didn't. But more of that original trilogy cast. What do you mean? Like, throwing out even, like, a Wedge Antilles or an Admiral Akbar or something like that. I'm okay yeah. that we didn't. I'm not upset it's, about it, but I'm kind of surprised. Well, it's a, it's a delicate balance, because you, you want... There are fans that want that little bit of nostalgia and to see the old crew again, but you don't want it to seem like a shameless cash grab. Yeah. Now, and that, that, that's, I'm and that's so a, glad that's a, oh, go ahead. And that's a line that has been really hard for modern day star Wars to, to like navigate, especially with how weird the fan base is. Oh yeah. Like I remember reading a, a quote online that seems pretty accurate. Uh, no, about, you know, nobody, hate Star Wars more than hardcore Star Wars fans or something like that. You know, like there there's fans out there that are like 
super critical of anything outside the original trilogy, and it just gets exhausting. Oh, that's everything, though. Don't worry. That's yeah. not just Star Wars. Um, yeah, but I was, I was glad. I think Luke fit, and what would have walked that line is we saw Luke in his prime. Now, I'm glad they didn't do a cheesy line like when he showed up, like, I'm Luke Skywalker, I'm here to rescue you. That yeah, would have yeah. been just a shameless callback. Yeah, and um, let's touch on the fact that well, I seeing Luke in action is awesome. Lucasfilm has not mastered the de-aging process like Marvel has. No, but it also didn't bother me at yeah. all. Yeah, like it, it looked a little off to me, but I accepted it because what else would you do? If you put another, if you recast someone else as a young Luke, it would not have the same effect. It did it look that off, or is it we're staring at his face more than we'd be staring at anyone else's face because we know? I think it's a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it was, if, say there was just an extra on set, like you had a line of dialogue or two, and they had an old guy and they de-aged into a young guy for some reason, would we really notice as much? Or is it That's true. We're like, holy shit, how'd they do that? We're studying every detail of it. Yeah, I think that's also a strong possibility, but... Like it's, it didn't bother me, but because, like I said, it using a digitally de-aged Mark Hamill for that one scene is more impactful than if you cast a, you know, someone else as a Luke Skywalker and said, you know, hey, that's Luke. It, like it, it wouldn't work if you had someone else in it. Now, if they ever do a new Star Wars project that's going to feature a young Luke in like a starring role, then I could see them casting someone else. But for just that one scene, that made sense. I want to know what it would have been like had Boba Fett partaken in this part of the mission with Luke coming in wait, wait, and Boba being there. I thought Boba Fett was there. No, Boba left. He was gone. Huh. He created the diversion. They got in, and he was still flying the Slave One, and he flew out. Well, it's not like Luke's the one that accidentally killed Boba Fett the first time. It was Han and smashed his backpack, his jetpack. Yeah, but they have both fired shots at each other over the That's years. That's true. Oh, that that does remind me. This, I feel like we're going all, all over this place with this episode. I apologize, my brain's kind of foggy today. But uh, oh, what was there's a Boba Fett line that I really liked. Oh, it was one of they had a Boba Fett attacking the Imperial shuttle that had all of them on it, and they're like faking an attack because they had to get into um the base or whatever, and yeah. and then I think Bo-Katan was like, you know, try to make it look convincing, and then Boba Fett's like, like. Don't worry, princess. I'll put on a good show. Yeah, I don't know. I love that line. Like, like you said, this this is the first like extended performance of Boba Fett we've seen, and it really validates the infatuation we've had with this minor character all these years because they gave him much more of a personality and just something to do. And it was a tall order to live up to. Yeah, you know what I mean. And this is really um. Once again, what's the actor's name that plays Boba? Tamora Morrison. Okay, Tamora Morrison. This is like the his first time really playing Boba Fett. When you think about it, because he played Jango Fett in the prequels, and then he did some you know voiceover work in the special editions. But this is the first time of him really embodying the character of Boba Fett, and I think he did extremely well. Like we we got the Boba Fett that we always knew he was, but had never seen. Yeah. It's aside from comics and books yeah. and stuff, we have never gotten this. Like, this almost 
makes me accept the fact that they re-recorded Boba Fett's lines in the special edition of Empire with that actor's voice because I liked him so much as the character this time around. Yes, yeah, so it all I, works I, out in the end. Because for the longest time, it always irked me that they re-recorded uh, Boba Fett's line Empire because I really like that original voice of, you know, what if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. And so having them dub in this like vaguely Australian sounding accent always put me off a little bit. But now I always loved it. I always loved Tim Morrison, Boba Fett voice. Now, now once again, you know, I still have to watch the Clone Wars series and I feel like that might turn around because, you know, not only he's Boba Fett, but he's every single clone trooper. Well, he doesn't voice him in that. Oh, well, Uh, uh, D Bradley Baker voices them in the animated season. But Daniel Logan, who played the young Boba Fett, voices young Boba Fett in Clone Wars. Do the do the uh, clone troopers sound similar to him? In the, like, how's the Somewhat. voice? Okay, Somewhat. Yeah, because we have another show with clone troopers coming out soon. Bad Batch will be the next uh, Star Wars project to release. I wish they, other than the book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian season three, they really haven't told us when any of these are coming out. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were about to say they haven't told us anything. I'm like, they have told us a, no. <laughs> an amazing dump no, truck they, worth they, of they, shows no, coming no, out. They haven't told us the t- like when they're coming out, though. Oh, yeah. Which, but, I mean, my Disney Plus subscription's finally starting to pay off with all those, and then seeing like WandaVision, which comes out this Friday. Yeah, and that one I will be on top of weekly, so... Yeah, I'll- which... Uh, has already come out by the time you, dear listener, are hearing this. Oh yeah, because I, I forget when are we. I, I don't remember when we're dropping these episodes half the time anymore. Yeah, that's okay. I don't remember what day of the week it is or what time of day it is half the time anymore. So pretty much, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else we can cover for Mandalorian season two, other than the fact that if you haven't watched it yet, why are you listening to this? <laughs> Oh yeah, you you've really done yourself a disservice if you're listening to this first. But I'm sure the internet's already done that for you. Yeah, uh, you know, there's we need oh. to come up with a system too. What do you mean? You know, when a Netflix series drops, people yeah. are usually pretty good, aside from trolls and assholes who do it on purpose, of not spoiling things for about a solid week or so after. We need to establish what we do for a week to week show. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, because Disney Plus is yeah, Disney Plus does week to week, and it's yeah, there's really no rhyme. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I was know. okay. I didn't end up getting spoiled on anything. Thankfully, I ended up just the way my schedule ended up. I seemed to be on night shift or off on Fridays for a lot of the run, see, I, especially I, towards the end. So I'd wake up really early and watch it, and I'm like, okay, good. You see, I actually did get spoiled, but I didn't realize until after the fact um, oh, okay. before the, before the the uh, season finale ended i saw a still online of luke skywalker r2d2 and grogu from that last scene i assumed it was fake though because it, it, it <laughs> <laughs> good good <laughs> because i saw that and i'm just like they're not bringing back luke skywalker someone fucking photoshopped this and how, how scared do you think R2 was seeing, like, another of Yoda's species after the Yoda kept hitting him with a stick? <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Grogu could know R2. Yeah, because during he was around during... R2 was around during, you know, the prequel era. And, yeah, he, this pos- it's possible. 
Grogu was raised in the Jedi Temple. Yeah. And he seemed apprehensive, and he saw R2, and my first thought is, oh, he's a cute little fun thing with lights. He likes him. He could recognize R2. Yeah, that I, I did not think of that. Huh. I just hope, if you notice, Luke Skywalker never said his name in that scene. Not a big deal, but he just yeah. didn't say, my name's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, they just he said, said like, I am a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, he said something like, you know, are you a Jedi? Or like, yes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Grogu, because the legend of Luke Skywalker at this time is pretty well known, that Luke tells Grogu, you're going to be trained by a Jedi Luke. And then Luke's just bumbling around making soup and wasting time. And Grogu's like, what are we doing? Where's Luke? <laughs> We're wasting time just exactly like Luke with Yoda. That's what I want to have happen in season three. Uh, we just need an exact parallel to Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh, Luke, I cannot train him. <laughs> because Grogu happens to hit his head and Luke takes his disrespect. Because that's what went on in Empire. He's too old. He's 50 years old. <laughs> I cannot train him. I loved that Ahsoka, the just the line, I've seen what this can do even to the best of Jedi, clearly referencing oh, yeah. her master, Anakin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah, that was just... I, I, I need to watch the Clone Wars because I, I, I've gone piece together the fact that, that just the inherent like sadness that Ahsoka has over what happened to Anakin. <laughs> Oh yeah, and Rebels is where it really comes yeah. to a head, but you you'd enjoy it. Um we haven't even really touched on how fucking touching and sad the ending between oh. Din Djarin and Grogu was. Oh yeah, yeah, that was oh my god. <sighs> it, it, was, it was rough. And the the Mayfeld episode, Bill Burr's character, yeah. he did take his helmet off in front of living people for the first time. So that was our this is how yeah. much Grogu means to him. Yeah, it, that, and then but for him to take it, it was the first time Grogu had ever seen yeah. his father figure, his mentor's face this whole time. Yeah, that was that was a <laughs> that was tough. Yeah, it was it was very touching. It was very tug on your heartstring moment. And I'd like to comment on something that undercuts the uh, the heart the heartfelt the heart the heartfulness of this. Uh, okay, so Mandalorian, so the sect of Mandalorians that. Din Djarin belongs to. They never take their helmet off. We've, it's been established, Correct. okay? So, what is up with that little mustache he has? Well, they, they do take it off. They don't take it off in front of any living Yeah, being. but I'm saying that, why does he choose to have that odd little mustache underneath there that no one sees? Because it looks dapper. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that just was something that kind of puzzled me when I first saw him. It's like, so he grew that little mustache just for himself? Yeah, pretty much. Reflections. I mean, I mean, it is Star Wars. They have a history of mustaches, so I don't yeah. know. It's just something that I that puzzled me and I kind of been thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pedro Pascal, though, A-plus performance all around again. Yes, and um, I don't... Oh, we didn't talk even about the return of Grief Karga and Cara Dune. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's always good to see Carl Weathers and Cara Dune. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought that was a fun episode too with the speeder bike chase and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, they they managed to like I said they managed to work they managed to work them back in in a way that made sense. So yeah, it was it was two story and it lets you know like these characters aren't just disposable. They could come back and serve yeah. a purpose. Like of all the characters, 
again, I would not have ever guessed we'd see Mayfeld again. No, no, I didn't think so too. And like, well, I mean, I did, but I thought it'd be another one-off, like where those prison people all got out no, and came after him or something. Here's a, here here's a uh, a side question. Okay, so does Bill Burr like Star Wars or not? No, he likes the Mandalorian. How did he end up in Star Wars? <laughs> they thought he was good for the role. Okay, because I've seen it, like I saw a video online that said, you know, I didn't watch the video, but the headline was how Bill Burr let go of his Star Wars hate and ended up on the Mandalorian. It, it just seemed like weird that he, because I think you've said in his standup, he has he has he talked about Star Wars in his standup. He's talked about general geek culture. He's not a fan of like Comic Con and stuff. Okay, I don't know. It just seems. I mean, I, I he was a good choice as a character. Don't get me wrong. It just seems like weird that they would. Who thought you know? Hey, Bill Burr should play this guy, even though yeah, he's right man for the job. But like you know, they were right. I mean that, like I said, that performance in that episode was amazing. Like I said, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure the uh, the Emmys do have a uh, category for you know best acting in a guest role on a TV series, and I hope he gets a nomination, because that was just I hope awesome. he better get a fucking win. Yeah. And just uh, talking about that, you know, the end of it, where um, they're like, oh, uh, I guess Mayfeld didn't make it, and they just let him go away, let him free. I thought that was, go free. I thought that was really cool. I, I think in his head for a minute, he thought they were going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. The way he was acting. Yeah, I do remember, yeah, yeah. Oh, even the fish guy from episode one came back. Fish guy, yeah, from the very the pilot episode, the, oh. his first bounty he collects. Oh, he oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Horatio Sands. Yeah, like it, it was a cool little. Hey, remember? Yeah, I remember. Remember berries, <laughs> but no, it was it was fantastic. Uh, it was funny because I watched this. This wrapped up right when like Wonder Woman two came out, which I know we're gonna talk about, so I won't go yeah. into it much. But it was a very like Pedro Pascal heavy time at my house because he's yeah. a major character yeah. in that. Yeah, I was about to say, um, I don't know if we're wrapping up this episode right now, but that's actually a good segue into that's a good segue into our next episode will be. What's our next episode gonna be, Maxwell? Our next episode is gonna be we're talking gonna be talking about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Is it? Did we have that on the list? Yeah. We're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know so, what we're doing next. So we have a a bit of our bridge, you know, we have What's his name again? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. So we have him in The Mandalorian. And then next week we'll be talking about him as part of Wonder Woman 1984, which I have not watched yet. I believe you have. I, I've watched it, yes. Uh, we don't want to get into the details of it, but what did you like it? It's, it's a tricky question. I liked it. I, I'll just say this. I liked it. If I never saw the first Wonder Woman, I would have liked it a lot more. Okay, because I I've been hearing some very divided reviews on it, but I like I, said, I have not watched it for myself yet. Because so I will make judgment after I watch it. Since I finally signed up for HBO Max the other night. Yeah, I signed up for it. I think I'm gonna sign off of it until Godzilla vs Kong comes out, and then I'll sign back up. Uh, we'll see. Uh, of all things, the the first one of the first thing I watched on HBO Max. What. The uh, three-hour extended cut of Batman, Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, which um, I've only used it so far to watch Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four and Rick and Morty, and Anna watched that like Surviving Neverland or whatever documentary okay. on it. But yeah, that that was the first thing I watched, and to this day, I will say I enjoy Batman versus Superman. I know I'm in the minority here. 
but I don't know something about you're not the minority here. Well, I know, yeah, I know you like you know I liked it. And uh, have you seen the extended cut? No, I haven't. I saw the original extended cut. Let's put it that way. There was the wait how many versions theatrical release, then the extended cut, and I guess now there's the Snyder cut. No, the Snyder cut. That's Justice League. Oh, then yes, I have seen the extended cut. I think you have too. I think you watched it here. No. No, this, I just watched it last night. I think you watched it here, like when the Blu-ray came out. Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've already seen that. Are you <laughs> there's sure? not too much extra to it, but yeah. Well, there's a half hour extra, but... Yeah, but nothing you care about. <laughs> just a bunch of KGB stuff, more about the plot, and a showering Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah, and then the, the, that one chick's in it that was in uh, Sucker Punch. Yeah, you watched it here. Really? When was this? <laughs> when it came out. Because I'm like, hey, I got the extended oh, cut. How long ago was that? <laughs> I don't know. Whenever that movie came out. That's at least five years ago, so I'm allowed to... For... <laughs> You're getting... all excited to see this for the first time. I'm I'm getting old, man. I don't fucking remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> Were we drinking when we watched it? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> that, might, that might explain it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, before we sign off, any other uh, things going on we could tack on here in terms of news while we're trying to be a little bit timely? I mean, like I said, I hope you all enjoyed WandaVision. How about that premiere? Oh, that WandaVision, that show. Oh, my. Yeah, uh, I can't we don't believe- know. Because as yeah. we said, we're recording this pre-Friday, so we have not seen it yet. So, hey, well, we'll uh, let you know what we think about it probably next time. Maybe we'll tack it on with the the Wonder Woman stuff, and uh, we have a whole lineup of show ideas and that we might stick to. So, yeah, we're scheduling it out. That helps. Yeah, we're trying to we're gonna try to get this back on a weekly basis again after a little bit of a, or like I said, a little bit of a break we had. But you know, we're only human. You know, get off our asses. You know, you know, don't tell us what to do. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, we got like six podcasts I have to do a week, people. Leave me alone. Yeah, Greg, and, and that he has to make sure that Evansburg doesn't fucking blow up. I got to bleep that city name out. I don't say where I work. Okay. Well, let's, well, let's record it. Hold on. And he has to make sure that, you know, the town that we live in doesn't blow up. Yeah, that's my job. I, I stop the town from exploding. From yeah, exactly. Things that keep it powered. Greg is like a superhero. No, I'm just an angry person who's tired all the time. Well, that, like that's... a superhero, I guess. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what a superhero is nowadays. You're like the Hulk. I'm like the Snyderverse superhero. Like, I'm really broody and grumpy, but I still get it done. Yeah. It's like, there's even a 1% chance that he could destroy us. We have to take that as an absolute, and I'm going to fucking kill Superman because. I want to establish a legacy for myself. The one thing I, Bruce Wayne, will be remembered for is fucking killing Superman. Never mind the fucking 20 years I defended Gotham. I'm going to kill that fucking illegal alien because America. Yeah, like, he was really, like, thank God he actually didn't become, like, a legit cop. Because if there's a 1% chance that could do some crap, everyone would be killed. Oh, God, that's just... That, that does not hold up in today's climate. No, that'd be terrible. It's like, if there's even the slightest chance that he might jaywalk, I'll fucking kill him. Dude, I mean, kind of related because we talk about movies a lot, but it's time to say goodbye to another video rental chain. 
Oh yeah, family video. Does does family video exist outside of Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, it's a national chain. It is okay. I I, I was never sure because it seemed like it was weird. Family video. It seemed like they became big right around the time every other video chain died, and I never because they they toughed it out so that way anyone who still rented would have yeah. to rent from them. And also, they had porn. Yes, they did have an adult because you need family video. You got to give something for dad. Yes, <laughs> but they they closed down. I went there. Are they? Are, are they? Day, are, they were are, liquidating. Yeah. Are they, are they still open for? Are they still like selling stuff off? Or are they completely done already? I'm not sure yet because that was on Friday. I think I stopped down this past Friday. Because I, so I, 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 I should, don't know. I should go check that out. But like, other than work, I rarely leave, leave my house anymore. But <laughs> I, I snagged a bunch of stuff. I cleaned them out. I got now. I have the full Bill and Ted trilogy. Oh, oh, um, oh wait, they had they. It didn't, that, they had that out on DVD already. The third one. Yeah, I got I got that one on Blu-ray. I got oh. I only the only one I owned was Excellent Adventure, so I got Bogus Journey on DVD and Face the Music on Blu-ray. A uh, bunch of horror stuff. The all the Alien movies. Ooh. Oh, I oh I, that reminds me. I I have the. Did you get them individually or was it a box set? Individually, but it was like three bucks, so I oh, was yeah. cool with it. Because I have this really nice uh, Alien. Quadrility, I think they call it. Whatever, if that's even a real word. It's all four movies. That's a four. Yeah, yeah. that's quadrilogy. Yeah. It's all four movies, and then the extended cuts of all four movies, and then like one or two bonus discs of extra. So discs of extra. So it's like like nine or ten DVDs. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Hatchet series? No, I I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. Well, it was like one of those ones like that I've been meaning to pick up the whole series. I was like, well, I'll check for that too. So I'm now the proud owner of Hatchet 2 and nothing else. Not, and here's the weirdest part, Maxwell. Wait, wait, wait. Call Not the hatch- that they sold, but they only had Hatchet 2. They didn't have one or the following entries into the series. They only had the sequel. And I was about to ask, how many Hatchet movies are there? Four. Okay. Because you said the Hatchet series, and then you said you only got the second one. So like, how many Hatchet movies did they even make? Yeah, they made four. So I was very perplexed and amused at that. I don't know. Is, is that the best one? I don't know. No, it's actually the worst. <laughs> yeah, it is the worst out of the entire series. It was the only one that they carried. Maybe they got that one. No one rented it. And they're like, fuck that. We're not getting the other ones. <laughs> but why wouldn't they have the first one if they had that one? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe someone stole it. But it, I, it, I, it was like a... Of course they were gonna I, close. Let's I, not kid ourselves. I, I mean, I used I used to work in the video store. DVDs got stolen all the time. Yeah. Do you know? But, and like, of course they were gonna close. Let's yeah. not kid ourselves. It's a streaming age. It was kind of sad though, because it's. I know we're yeah. just sounding like old men now, but like, it was kind of always a fun experience when you go rent movies and everything all the yeah. time. Yeah, I remember being a kid, like having a quote unquote sick day from school, going to Blockbuster and picking out rentals on vhs yeah me too and like even going back to when me and anna first started dating we didn't have streaming stuff yet so we would go because i didn't have the good enough internet yeah so we'd go to like the family video every weekend and pick out like two movies it's it's weird to look at the evolution of home of home video that's actually a subject i'd like to tackle in a future episode just how home how, how home media has evolved well that sounds exciting what's that 
that episode. What was well, it well, used to be. I, it you like, buy a laser disc. I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Yes, I'm being sarcastic. What are we going to say about that? I don't know. There's uh, there's a lot of stuff you could talk about. I mean, it's just going to be us talking about back in our day how we had to walk up hills. Yeah, both back in our day we had to walk through the snow to go to the blockbuster to rent the videotapes. Sure, Grandpa, take your medicine. That's what. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oh. But anyways, I, I want to one final note about the video stuff. I used to work in a video department of the place that I work at, as you recall. Yeah, the, the video department is long gone now. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what that place used to be wild back yeah. in the day? Can I say not even just the video store. Yeah. You could drop your kids off in a room while you shopped, and they had like a Nintendo sixty four set up and a few toys, and they just left these kids there with people who were not certified yeah. to be watching kids at a video <laughs> store and all this other stuff. It was that oh. place was wild in back in oh. the day. Oh, there there's a family that had kids that were too old to be put in the daycare center there, so they dropped them off in the video department, and then they'd go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> The video store clerk is now the fucking babysitter. Yes, you were. I, that, that didn't happen to me, but I, that, I was just telling you that it did happen once. Oh, but okay. I was going to say, the most stolen DVD of the video store I worked in, what do you think oh, it oh, was? Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. Um, give me a category. What do you mean? Like, give me like a general genre of movie. It's not porn, right? No, no, we never had porn, sadly. Okay. Comedy. So, um, comedy. Um. I, I think it's considered a comedy. I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I'm going to say Kindergarten Cop. No. Okay. Uh, narrow it down now. Think locally. Local comedy. Slapshot. Yes. Really? That got stolen so and replaced so many times. That's Fucking Slapshot. Cause, I love know, that movie, though. Because as viewers, viewers or listeners may or may not know, we live in a little town called Johnstown, and that's where they filmed Slapshot. Yes. So this is a little bit of history about our area. We're known for slap shot, gobs, and drug use. And floods. 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 Oh, yeah. Lots of floods. Floods over. Come back. No, but yeah, don't. We, we were on Jeopardy for that. Floods over. Come back for the heroin and the gobs. <laughs> Did the gobs rule? True. People outside of here don't know what they're missing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we could top, you know, gobs, so I think it's time to wrap this up. All right, well, we can be out. Um, guys, make sure you're checking out all the other shows on the network, if you don't mind. That'd be Ruthless Retrospective, Throbbing with Horror, and apparently Rob has a new show. Rob's oh, yeah. like, hey, I have a new show we're putting on the network. You're like, okay, I don't even know what this new show is. Um, He, he called it uh, the Audio Anxiety Radio Show. Yeah, Something I like think that. it's going to be a Spotify exclusive because he actually plays music in it, so he has yeah. to keep it there. Which but it, that would be cool. So make sure you guys give that. Which not to take. Out. Which not the you know take credit, but I think I suggested that name to him, so I'm I'm happy I contributed. Uh, uh, you should expect your check in the mail soon. Yes, I expect my royalties. Yeah, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. Make sure you check them out. Yeah, I, I might actually have to update those since we we have an episode out. Um, all right, so uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week about. Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, I'm Ryan Maxwell. I'm Greg Ames. Cowabunga, motherfuckers. <laughs>